so on Sunday mornings, we've been in this series, and it's just been called God With Us. And it was just this uh, attempt for us to be able to see how God has been ever-present with us from creation until now. And, uh, and so tonight, uh, man, as we celebrate him as light and life, and that was just our way of, of allowing the kiddos to be able to see Jesus. He is the light of the world. And they need to see that and they need to hear that uh, all of the time. Like we need to be reading scripture to them and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not telling you uh, parents anything that, that you don't already know. But it's so cool to hear their answers to these stories because these stories, this story of Jesus and how he came uh, to this planet and how he began to live a life just like you and I, breathing, living, uh, relating with people left and right and just the stories of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and putting all of Jesus's life in perspective. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And so Tonight, um, as we just kind of finish up that series, in John chapter 1, starting in verse 9, it says this, the true light, which gives light to everyone. If you're looking for a different kind of spiritual light, if you're looking for a different kind of fix, uh, spiritually, emotionally, I don't have anything else to offer you other than Jesus. Tonight, I don't have anything. I couldn't go and, and dream up something uh, and, and hope something better for you than for you to know Jesus. But it says that his light uh, gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him. Who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Tonight, like if you walk, around, uh, if you walk out of here with anything else other than Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. Man, we could just, we could say that, we could pray, and then we could walk out of here tonight. But we've already, we've sung about it. We've seen a video about it. We've heard kiddos talking about it. But for us to remember that tomorrow as we're opening gifts and for us to remember that as we go back into our jobs, as we go back into maybe some of those relationships and people that at times, let's just be honest, we want to kind of strangle them at times. You still are called to love those people and to be the light of the world. Uh, I said it earlier, um, but really and truly, like if we don't have light, then man, we're, uh, it, when the electricity goes out in the middle of the night, like that is exactly what our toes are for. It's to find every piece of furniture, every toy. My mom and dad would not allow me to have Legos when I was growing up at her house. We had to have those at my grandparents' house because she was not about to step on them. She was not about to mess up her foot or her toe over that. But so often we do, we get mixed up in things that God didn't want us to get mixed up in. Why? Because we forget to allow him to shine the light on that circumstance in that situation. So many times we've done that in our lives. I know I have. But back up to verse four, it says, in him was life and the light was the light of men. So if you're here tonight and you're trying to figure out, man, how do I become the light that I'm supposed to be? Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and get Jesus's uh, bird's eye perspective on how he lived his life and then live life like that. It says that his light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. No matter how dark this world gets, no matter how crazy the news comes across every night, no matter what, the darkness has still not overcome the light that is Jesus Christ. Maybe some of you work in a school and you're sitting there going, man, this school, like these kids, they're crazy, they're nuts. The beautiful thing is we still have this promise. 
is that no matter how dark or how crazy school gets at times, teachers, the light, it is there. He is there. He is with you. It has not been overcome. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world, and that's why we celebrate this Christmas. I love every one of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John's take on how Jesus came into this planet, but what you need to know in all of this is he came in complete humility. Man, he came in, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, man, there was no room for him in the end. Uh, the Peabody Hotel is getting built right here in Roanoke. There was no Peabody Hotel for Jesus when he showed up. There was no uh, Ramada. There was no, uh, we'll leave the light on. There was none of that for Jesus. And so we, he winds up being born basically in a horse stable, basically laying in a manger. John eight twelve says this, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not, walk in, uh, will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I just want to tell you tonight, if you're walking alone, if you feel alone, you don't have to. Because the true light that came into the world, his light is for all people. And it is for all times. It doesn't matter what country. It doesn't matter what venue on this globe that you live in. His light is for everyone. And so if you're here tonight, and man, you're sitting there and you're going, man, I don't know how to, how to shine a light in the darkness. Man, don't try to shine yours. Shine his. His light is so much brighter than anybody's. The one true light, it is for all people. Your boss, the people that live next door to you that don't ever cut their yard, that's probably me. Like the people that you're always, always struggling to love on, his light is still for those people. His light is still for those people. Number two tonight, just remember, uh, he is the light but there's still darkness. There's still darkness all around us and that's why your job and my job is so vitally important that people would see us different than they see the rest of the world. Like, is it okay for God to want us to live differently? Is it okay for us that, that God would want us as the church to be able to be a bright light in a dark place? It's okay. Man, in this dark field room, you look over there, you see that Christmas tree, the lights are on and it shines bright. Man, he is calling you to shine as bright as you possibly can. Look at it right here, he says in verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came into his own and his own people did not receive him. Man, there was darkness even in that time. Even as many people who knew that there was going to be a Messiah, even as many people as, as knew that Emmanuel meant God with us, they never came into full knowledge, even knowing that he was probably born uh, within streets, within, within minutes, that the Savior of the world was born, and so many people missed it. But think about how many people are missing it tonight. Think about how many people are just going to miss it completely this Christmas season. Think about how many people on the regular, man, they, they don't find themselves in church. They don't really feel like they need it. Man, let's show this world that they need what you and I have, the Jesus that's in us. Let's show them that they need it. Darkness only exists in the absence of light. Darkness only exists in the absence of light. And so, man, you're sitting there going, man, my, my job, it's a dark place. Be the light. Man, at times my house is dark. Be the light. Man, I, I don't really like where I'm at in my school. Be the light. Like you are called. That's what Jesus is saying all through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but especially right here in John. And then number three, as believers, whether you want to or not, the moment that you ask Jesus to come into your life, he said you're the light of the world. Whether you want to wear that title or not, he says, you are the light of the world. Look in verse 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. 
And you're sitting here tonight, and you're like, man, I don't know how to talk to God. Man, you call him dad. He says, you're, you're his child. You're his kid. He loves you. Uh, he would willingly allow his son to come and die for you. So that means he's already built a relationship for you. You talk to him just like I'm talking to you right now. And you say, Dad, I am struggling because he says he has given you the right to become children of God. Matthew 5, 14, a city on a hill. A city on a hill. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Man, every Sunday morning we show up here about 6.30 usually. Uh, there's, there's a couple of us that show up a little bit earlier than that. But man, it is pitch dark outside. And maybe when you leave out here, maybe, maybe they'll have the lights on for you today. If not, maybe we'll, we'll help you out with that in just a little bit. But, but it's so cool to see that, that God does something with the night. He brings it daylight. And some of you, maybe right now, you, you feel like you're in the struggle of your life. You feel like you're in that dark time. Man, the beautiful thing about God is his mercies are made new every day. And so, man, there will be a sun that will come up tomorrow. There will be a new opportunity for your light to shine. And so you trust him with that. You place all of your faith and all of your hope in who Jesus Christ is. And, and you be the light of the world. You be that city on a hill, even when no one else is and no one else is watching. But let your light shine so that others can see your good works. Not for you to get all the grins and giggles for it. But so they see what you're doing and they give glory to God the Father. And your life lived with your light on Gives God all of the glory. The greatest gift to give someone this Christmas is your light. It really is. Man, this is Andy Padrett's light, and as a police officer, I'm sure he's had some stories with this light. I'm sure this light has uh, helped him in some situations, maybe where he couldn't pull out his, uh, maybe his weapon or whatever, but he was able to use this. Maybe he was able to find somebody with this light. Maybe he was able to break uh, some glass to help somebody out. But we are all called to be a light. We're called to help people. We're called to encourage people. We're called really to, to shine our light and to help people understand even inside of scripture what's going on in their world. Hey, well, man, what does the Bible say about that? There are so many ways that you get to be a light to those people that are around you. And I just want to encourage you this Christmas season, man, to be that and to do that, to be exactly what God's called you to be. Jesus helps us out. I caught it, Andy. I caught it. I'll put it here. John 14, 6, Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. It's my favorite verse in all of scripture. Because Jesus makes it very, very clear and very plain, which if you put those together, very plain, all right? Very clear, very plain. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. If he's the way, then why wouldn't we follow him? If he's the truth, then why wouldn't we jump into every word that he says? And if he's the life, why would you want any other? So maybe you're here tonight and you would say, man, can I've been trying to live my life my way. You're never going to find true joy and happiness until you do it his way. I just want to promise you that. You're never. I can't do this on my own. You're right. You can't. When you get to that place, you get to realize in John 14, here's what Jesus said, and I'm summing it up. John 14, 15. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will keep shining the light. He says, if, you, uh, if you'll do this, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. You see, God introduced Jesus as the second part of the Trinity. Now Jesus is introducing the Holy Spirit as the third part of the Trinity. And if you've got God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, what else do you need? I'm just being dead honest. 
If you've got every force in heaven, you've got Jesus who stepped out of heaven and he came and he lived like us to save us from our sins. And now he's gone to be at the right hand of the father and he says, hey, I'm leaving you one who is even better than me. Jesus says, I'm leaving you the helper. Look what else it says. And I will ask the father, he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and what? He will be in you. So now, it's not just God stepped out of heaven in, in, in Jesus. Now Jesus has gone back to the Father and he says, I am in you. The Holy Spirit of God is in us. That's why I get so stoked every time I say it, that the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power by which you get to live your life every day. It's up to you to tap into it. It's up to you to jump into that. And so how's your light? How bright is your light shining tonight? Man, I just want you to bow your heads, close your eyes, and just in that moment, just picture just utter darkness. As your, as your eyes are closed, just picture utter darkness. And now, man, what, is Jesus, what has Jesus done for you? Like, has he turned on that light for you? Do, are you able to see things more clearly because of who Jesus is? Like me growing up, I don't have to be afraid of the dark anymore. I don't have to be afraid of what people are going to think about me. I don't have to be afraid of anything because I have all of the power in heaven and he is for me, and he is with me, and he loves me, and he does all of that same for you tonight. So the cool thing tonight is I pray, and we're going to close this time out, and, but we got a special little something. Some of you are like, where did my kids go? Don't worry about it. When I pray, they will be coming in, I promise you. God, tonight, we love you. There's nothing better that we could do on this Christmas Eve night than to worship you, than to remember Brighter than all of the lights that are on this globe, on houses and trees, you are brighter than all of them together. Brighter than the sun and the moon, brighter than all of those things. Your light has shone so bright for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Would you help us just to continue to live shining your light for others to see? Shining your light so, so that people might want to come and be a part of church on any given Sunday. That they may want to be a part of the family of God because of how we love each other and encourage each other. And would you turn our bright light, would you, would you turn it even brighter tomorrow when we wake up and do the gifts? But even more so when we go back into the workforce, go back into school, would you turn our light as bright as it possibly can? Would you allow it to be seen uh, on the countenance of our face? Would you allow it to be heard in the evidence of our words to others? Would you allow it to be evident even when we're driving our cars? I pray that you would help us to shine your light. And Jesus, tonight, if there's someone who's here that doesn't know you, I pray that tonight they would understand that they get to be the light of the world. It's in your name that we pray it all. Everybody said, amen.